Christian faith and fiction, inspirational reading suggestions, along with chats about the Christian faith. The following episode is an audio version of a video that I recorded for my YouTube channel, Christian Faith and Fiction. If you would like to watch the video rather than listen to the audio, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes. Please do share your thoughts by commenting either on the video or on the relevant blog post. Links in the show notes. Hello, welcome back to my channel, Christian Faith and Fiction. My name's Lou, and today I'm going to be sharing with you my recent reads, um, Christian fiction book reviews that I've been um, making over the last month or so. Let's see how I got on. Hi, it's the 14th of April, and so far this month I've managed to finish rereading two Agatha Christie books, um, Third Girl, which I gave five out of five stars to, and Mrs. McGinty's Dead, which I gave four out of five stars to. And then I finished listening to The Paris Dressmaker by Christy Cambron, which I gave five out of five stars to. I thought it was a brilliant book. Um, she is pushing the boundaries for dual time period, dual perspective um, novels. It follows two women in Paris during the Second World War. Um, Leela, who is a dressmaker, who is beginning of the war, is making a Chanel dress. And then Sandrine, who has been enlisted by the Nazis to catalogue um, collections of art, and she finds the Chanel dress. The way that the structure of the story works is that it's following both their perspectives, but it's also following them at the beginning of the war and at the end of the war. So in effect, it's following four different storylines and she switches between the different ones. Um, I really wish I had a hard copy of the book because I was just listening to the audiobook because at the beginning of each chapter or segment, she would say whose perspective it was and what the date was. But because I was listening to audiobook, there's no easy way to flip back and compare it to previous stories. So I wish I'd had a hard copy just to refer back to on that one. Um, but I felt like she really did a good job of using that unusual structure and of putting the different stories together in, to form one story so that you you know, you get a revelation in one person's storyline and that impacts on the way that you see the, the next person's storyline. Um, really, really good. I thought it was beautifully written and really poignant. I felt like um, at no point did I get thrown out of the narrative. I felt it was believable all the way through. Um, I loved the characters. I loved their um, the suspense and the romance aspects to it. Uh, I loved learning more about what it was like in Paris during the Second World War and how difficult it was during that and even when they got liberated. I felt like it was a powerful story and really moving at times um, and absolutely, absolutely loved it. I put it straight onto my want to reread pile at some point in the future. It's the 20th of April and I finished listening to Songkeeper by Gillian Bronte Adams. This is an excellent sequel to the first book, Orphan Song. Um, this uh, trilogy is, uh, it follows Birdie, who is a girl who, well, I think she's about 13 years old. Um, this is not, by the way, this is not middle grade. Um, the content is really not suitable for children. Uh, so this fantasy series, it is following her and she discovers she has a gift being able to hear the song which is put into the, the world and she's able to hear it and um, sing it out and use it. But in the second book, she's having problems with using her gift. 
she's learning about the world, she's learning about the song. Um, there's a loads and loads of battles going on, <laughs> loads of fighting. Um, it's really action-packed. Um, for the majority of the book, it was kind of light and action-based um, story. But the, the ending was, well, it was amazing climax to the, to the book. Um, but it went to some darker places than I was expecting it to go. So um, there's that. I I keep being reminded of the um, the original Star Wars trilogy. Um, this is nothing like it. There's no spaceships. There's nothing like that. But I think it's the way that the um, the song works in the world. Uh, that kind of supernatural power it reminds me a lot of the way that the Force works in Star Wars. And there are other moments where I just thought, oh, that sounds like the second film in the original trilogy of Star Wars. I loved all the characters in this one. Um, I loved the twists in it. There's not much I can say about the plot except to describe what's going on in the front cover, which is um, three of the characters are riding across a desert, riding on lions. So, yeah. I, I finished listening to it last night and I listened to the whole of the climax of the story yesterday and I came out of it just emotionally exhausted at the end um, so much had been going on and there's one it is a Christian fantasy there's one part in the book and I can't I won't say where it is but there's one part that is like a parallel to a biblical story and it just got me and I was in tears <laughs> and I don't know why but it, it just it was really impacted by it um for the main part it's you know good versus evil type of thing which is why it's christian fantasy but there was one part that was definitely um, reflected one of the biblical stories i really want to pick up the third and final book in this trilogy really soon but i need a break from um reading this one and finishing this one it was yeah it's such a good fantasy series for me anyway um it's the kind of technology is like sword fighting with a little bit of gunpowder in it. Um, and another thing that reminded me of Star Wars was that there is an evil empire which they are um, fighting against. I was really glad that I continued with this series. This book, um, second books sometimes dip down, but this book uh, was another five star read for me. So this week I finished reading A Horse and His Boy by C.S. Lewis. Um, again, I really enjoyed the book. I've got a reading vlog for it, so I will leave that linked down below when I posted that. Um, I gave that one 4.5 out of 5 stars. It's got some really great um, themes going through it, and it follows Shasta, who is a slave um, who is escaping to Narnia with a talking horse called Bree, and their adventures um, on the way there. This is the third book in chronologically in the Chronicles of Narnia and it also features um, Edmund, S Susan and Lucy as they are grown up in Narnia before they've gone back through the wardrobe back home again. And yeah, I gave it 4.5 out of 5 stars. And then I finished To Love a Prince by Rachel Hawke. This is a Christian contemporary romance and it has a fairy tale twist to it. It is about a modern day royal family and um, Daffodil follows Daffodil who grew up with the princes when she was a child, but then she learned a secret about the queen and she was kicked out of the palace 
or at least from playing with the princes and then later on she catches up with one of the princes prince gus um on a beach in florida and they're kind of they get to know each other a bit again um but it's complicated by the secret that she knows i felt this was fun and light and um it was a good read i enjoyed the storyline I enjoyed the characters. I felt that sometimes some of the dialogue was a little bit forced or unnatural, but most of it I enjoyed and I thought it was well um, worth reading and a fun contemporary romance. So I gave this book um, 4.25 out of 5 or 8.5 out of 10. I think I'm going to change my rating system on my blog just so that I don't have all these crazy numbers with like 0.25s and 0.75s on there. It's just the Goodreads system doesn't always work for me <laughs> but I gave it a 4 out of 5 on Goodreads and so I'm going to give it 8.5 out of 10 on my blog. So a couple of more books that I finished reading recently. Um, one was Dead Man's Folly by Agatha Christie. This is a reread for me and I gave that 9 out of 10. And then I also finished listening to the audiobook of Three Missing Days by Colleen Coble, which is the third book in her Pelican Harbour series. This book is a continuation of a story from the first two books, so I won't say too much about it, except that if it continues to follow um, Chief Police Officer Jane Hardy, um, as she is working in Pelican Harbour, there are a couple of murder cases that she's dealing with, as well as continuing um, the story of her personal life and her family life. I enjoyed this book, um, I enjoyed the mysteries in it and I like that there's more than one mystery going on at the same time. I also really enjoyed the family drama that came to a conclusion in this book um, that's been going on throughout the series. You definitely need to read them in order. The action got more dramatic, um, a little unrealistic I guess, but um, definitely for a novel you want something kind of tense and dramatic happening. The tension was very personal to the characters and it really stretched their faith in this book. So I rated this one 9 out of 10 stars. So those are the books that I read in the last month. Let me know down in the comments any good books or book recommendations you can recommend that you've read recently. Thank you to everyone who has liked, shared, subscribed to my channel or commented. I really appreciate that. I hope you have a really great reading week. God bless. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Christian Faith and Fiction podcast. If you would like more information, you can click the link in the description. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app to make sure you catch the next episode.